0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly podcast for parents of challenging children with your host, Angela Sunes, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela interviews an individual or professional within the mental health community.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Different from the Other Kids. I am Angela, your cruise director. I have sitting with me here my daughter, Christina who's already laughing at me for calling myself the cruise director (laughs) and I am very excited for this interview for everybody to hear it because every single book there is something really amazing and wonderful going on with Christina and this being our last book I think this is going to go a long way in tying things up for Christina's new walk in life so the first book we started with Christina doing three chapters And it was about her journey through the hospital system and trying to get help and having to go to the hospital in one of the psych units at the local hospital to learn some life skills and get medicated and things like that. That's ultimately what was happening the first one. The second one was, after going through the pharmaceutical route of things, and she had been on them for certainly longer than she was indicated in the first book, she'd been on them since she was about six. We went through a project of seeing if Christina could come off some of those medications or at least bring them down to a less number of milligrams that she would have to take because her liver was in jeopardy as a result of those pharmaceuticals. So we went through that in the second book. There's three chapters there to describe what she did and how she was very successful at being able to negotiate her mental health and her meds through holistic therapies. Now we are on and disorder and we are going to wrap this up for Christina. Christina's going to have the last word and what is so fantastic is her metamorphosis from the beginning of this project to now is unheard of. From what I can tell, it's very unusual. I'm not going to tell people to go right out and go do that thing because it could go in a lot of different directions for a lot of different people. That She is what is possible and what is a hopefully will be a growing number of young people that will be be able to take their life back as a result of some of the material that we've covered. That's, that's part of the hope. So, without further ado, Christina, how the heck are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks <laughs> for having me. Good.
1: Such a pleasure. Okay, let's get caught up now. At the end of our epitaph, at the end of the second book, we're working towards our third. The end of the second book, You slipped in a one-liner there, of which I slipped in a one-liner too, that basically said you were off all of your pharmaceutical medications. And the reason that we didn't make a big deal about it is we really weren't sure if this was going to stick or not, if this was going to be a period of time that you were perhaps able to be off, and then you were going to have to come back on some of them, or how everything was going to go. That's what I was worried about in in telling your story, actually, to the parents. I know that you were a little bit worried about it, too. We wanted to be conservative and responsible about what our messaging was and what we shared. So now that we can share it, how long has it been? Do you know how long it's been since you've been on any pharmaceuticals? I think it's been five months, five or six months. Five or uh, six. Well, you had said at the end of the last months. book, we launched the last book just... It was November 11th with the book launch, so it would have been it's the been end of October. So, yeah.
0: How many months? Yeah, about five, six months. Yeah,
1: Five or six months. And we're still not saying... That we know for sure that Christine is never, ever going to have to go back to a pharmaceutical. But at this point, it I really... Know I know I'll never have to go back to a pharmaceutical. <laughs> She's going to make herself well enough to ensure that that never happens yes. again. But from a mother's perspective, let's just put it this way. You don't, you know, we don't know what life can throw at you. And one of the things I know for sure in life is as soon as I say never... There's always something that happens <laughs> never, you always have to turn around and eat your words. So tell me, tell us how you're doing, let's start there, without the medicine. Amazing, awesome, never felt better in my entire
0: life, very clear, it's, I have other forms of medication, uh, so I wouldn't say that I'm not like not having to work towards it every single day. But as far as it feeling without pharmaceuticals, yeah, it's definitely been, I think, the right path for me. Not something to take lightly, obviously. That isn't the path for everyone. But I do believe that everyone has the ability within themselves to not need something outside
1: of themselves to heal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk first then about the definitions that we're using here. Because I say medication and pharmaceutical in the same breath. You're using the word medicine differently now. Mm-hmm. So if you can describe to me what medicine means to you. So
0: I've been doing lots of holistic therapies. And as I'm sure you know, as uh, in the second book, a lot of the second book was covered on all of that. So medicine to me has still been my essential oils, my meditation and stretching, seeing my naturopathic doctor, started supplementation through vitamins and food has been a big one as well. My diet has been a lot different. As well as spiritual coaching, and still seeing all the teachers that I need to see. So I'd call I'd call that my medication, okay. my cocktail of medication.
1: Okay, and other people would call it a toolbox. You can call it in a million different yeah. million different
0: yeah. ways. Yeah, maybe medication is not the right word. Medicine is probably the better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. And how do you think you're doing?
0: amazing I'm, I think I'm a lot happier and more highly functioning than the majority of the people that I know <laughs> <laughs> that don't deal with the things that I've had to deal with mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I wake up every day and I have to make a choice to feel good or not feel good I just wake up and I feel good like it's it's a big distinction when you wake up not every day not thinking that you're sick so mm-hmm. there's a difference um and then once you can get past that point then it's like we've seen with me before where once I get momentum I can just keep going and take off and start accomplishing so many things but it's making sure that you're staying on top of all the things that that medicine that routine that keeps you at that
1: pace Mm -hmm. so how the last time that we spoke you had said that it was probably two hours a day that you were doing working on yourself in order to make sure that you didn't have to participate in ingesting any pharmaceuticals. Is that still about the right number? Or? Um, no, I'd say it's probably, it's a little bit less. Um, but that was, I was
0: going through a big healing, I feel like, at that point, And I needed to really be focused on that like that I still spend I'd say about an hour a day between the therapies that I do meditation working out reading uh taking my essential oils stuff like that I'm gonna tell you you're just done it
1: differently I bet you it's pretty much the same yeah it's maybe
0: just different it's different it's not as maybe not as intensive as it was I needed and now I can spend 20 minutes and do something and it has the effect of the two hours that it had like it's a different a different level of presence you're
1: proficient with it and you're in that mind body connect
0: yes I'm good at meditating now I'm good at stretching now I'm good at doing those things so it took a long time to learn how to do yeah. it and mm-hmm. now that I've learned it it's not as lengthy of a task I guess
1: okay okay and you are still or have been up until this point at least challenged with putting in a full work day Mm -hmm. that has always been a challenge for you. Mm -hmm. What would you say has happened in the last five months as far as being able to clock like what somebody would call a 40-hour work week?
0: Um, I've always had a hard time just working in general. It's like when I don't want to do something, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It sounds really bad. No, it doesn't sound bad. I think some people perceive that as, I guess, lazy or whatever, but it's very hard for me to do those things. And And why do you think that is? I could go into the spiritual reason behind why, which is what I know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I couldn't really tell. I know why. Like, it's... I know why my heart, but I'm not going to go into that right now. Just right, okay. Like,
1: yeah, uh, we'll, what I would have seen in the past would have been a lot of overwhelm. It me looked do. to me like overwhelm and an inability to concentrate for mm-hmm. periods of time. Oh, for
0: sure. No, not, mm-hmm. when I...
1: Especially because when I concentrate on one thing, like, it takes me... Like, I put everything
0: I am into that, those moments. So, especially, like, I can get done even in two hours, some some, uh, stuff that some people could get done in three. Right. Mm -hmm. So my efficiency is amazing, Mm -hmm. but my eight hours, it's like a five hour day is usually what's optimal for me. Okay. I've been getting a lot better with it. Like I've never been able to, I'd be able to sit down for maybe an hour at a time. And now I'm actually being able to focus for about five to six hours a day.
1: Um, depending on the focus, the reason that you couldn't sit for that long. Is that correct? Focus. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, you also had to move around a lot as if you had ants in your pants. You couldn't yeah. sit,
0: right? Yeah, for sure. My body just likes to move. Like, mm-hmm. I just like to be in, there's nothing wrong with that. I think you just have to figure out what works for you, right? Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up over it. It's, no. I, but I used to always have I, a hard time with that. That's not no. a judgment. But it's I just used to have a hard time with that, mm-hmm. right? I used to have mm-hmm. remember that's one of the main reasons why I couldn't work was right. because I couldn't sit still. So right. I had to figure out a way to incorporate not
1: having to sit still with what I was doing. Right. Right. So you to right. learn, learn about yourself, right? Right. So I, what I was trying to Mm -hmm. lead us into is that has changed a lot and you've tried to figure out what that looks like for a full work day, knowing that you have to be moving through part of it, but also knowing that you have to be affecting change through people
0: Mm -hmm. and then
1: also knowing that life is just life and there are times that you have to sit. So you've got a new opportunity that you're starting next week. You've already been working towards it and working within mm-hmm. uh, the confines of that, and I think it's probably a great marriage for you in a million different ways for mm-hmm. a career. So, tell us about that.
0: So, yeah, so I mentioned in the second book that I was going to be doing an after school program for kids at the uh, out of the woman that has helped me, Rosa, um, heal uh, from, Rise. from Rise, my body fitness, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be working there and teaching a bunch of classes on her method of things. So that will entail a lot of stretching and mobility type classes, meditation classes, a class based on exercises that help pump energy into each of your chakras, and then the after school program for kids. So I'm basically taking everything she's taught me and everything I've learned prior to to her and creating this big therapy with it and helping reach people the way that I was reached. Right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. So how many hours a week do you think that'll be? Um, it'll be about 35 to 40 and then she's also, I'm starting to hopefully go back into a little bit of personal training, which is what I was doing when I got out of college probably about four years ago now, which I'm excited about. And so yeah, it'll be averaging about almost 40 hours a week. The schedules nice because it's spaced out and I live, it's very funny. We live a minute walk mm-hmm. from the new place. So I don't even have to drive to work. But it'll be, I think it'll be a transition. It'll be, be overwhelming for sure. But I just need to make sure I stay grounded and mm-hmm. keep my practice is going.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that was another change. So you're living here with me. We both have been through a lot of change in the last little mm-hmm. while. But measurably, a lot of people listening to this may not be able to measure um, how well you're doing. So it may not be the greatest measurement stick, but it is a measuring stick imagine that Christina had lost 60 pounds by the start of the second book or the Mm -hmm. end of the second book. You're down further from there. We don't own a scale. We don't believe in weighing, but... Mm -hmm. as a guest, do you have any About idea? eighty
0: now, yeah, eighty. Probably. I have twenty pounds, twenty ish pounds to go till. Okay. Where I was that just before I started personal training.
1: Right, and yeah. that would have been right around the beginning of the first book. Is that right? Uh no, or end? no, no, no. That would have been when we put the first book up. No, 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 no. Up? That would have been uh, way before. No, oh, been... really? Yeah. No, that was uh, four. Okay. was over four years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's what you're working towards, but not mm-hmm. in the same. You don't want mm-hmm. it to be. You won't. Don't want it to come across. Don't want it to come across the weight in the same way. Or the fitness in the same mm-hmm. way? How do you want it to come across? Um,
0: I've struggled with weight my whole life. Going up 100 pounds, coming down 100 pounds. I've done it like quite a few times. Especially, I'm only 23 and I've done mm. that a lot for my age. And mm. I've always been trying to fix things outside of me. I've been trying to fix my weight. I've been trying to fix my emotions. Trying to fix myself. Trying to fix these things. Um, and then when I finally connected to myself and connected to really who I am, the weight just started falling off and... I started noticing myself wanting to eat better. I started noticing myself wanting to exercise more, wanting to connect with my body more and be kind to my body more. It was interesting that weight is a side effect. It's not, it's a side effect of a problem. Your body's trying to tell you something. Your body's trying to tell you it's not at peace with you. Um, and your, the weight will continue to come back on. I've done lots of different workout programs. I've tried everything. Um, and stuff was honest. It's worked amazing. It's worked beautifully, but it never lasted. And it was because I never really loved myself. So the weight has been an interesting thing this time around because I honestly have not focused on it and 80 pounds have gone and I'm like, oh my God, like that's crazy. It's amazing what you do when that's not your first priority. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that the you asked. No, the other thing you I don't asked.
1: know. Hopefully nothing. Yeah. I tend to fire out questions all at the same time when people look at remember. me like, what, what was, did you just yeah, ask no, me? That was good. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. All right. Now, one of the biggest changes I would have to say that I see in you is a quietness. Mm-hmm. a quiet confidence has come forward mm-hmm. where do you think that's mm-hmm. come from uh being still I think for sure tell tell everybody remind everybody how difficult that was for you to begin to be still very hard for me I couldn't
0: it's still very hard for me but that's uh, the definition of anxiety is lack of stillness I think and fear so I would constantly be busy my brain would never be able to Stop. So, like, I tried meditation. It never resonated with me because um, it was just too hard. Like, I couldn't I couldn't ever get to where they were talking about, and I was judging myself all the time. So, the practice that Rosa had uh, taught me was to be able to find that stillness, but through movement. And then I was focusing on something, but I was still focusing on myself and within being able to do that I was able to find a stillness and when you can find that stillness you start carrying it with you in your life you teach your brain what it's like to not think so the more you can get that muscle to learn what it's like to not do that the more you carry that with you in the rest of your life so that's that for me was the biggest thing was I actually had to taught how to be still Mm -hmm. and that all of a sudden anxiety just started vanishing Mm -hmm. it's crazy to me Mm -hmm. and it's crazy when you go and be still and then during the rest of the day it's completely different Mm -hmm. confidence wise too i think i just have gotten to a point where i don't don't care as much (laughs) about what other people think congratulations yes that's a a wonderful thing um and i know a lot of people my age it's very i know everyone goes through it but at in my generation with social media and everything that that's our biggest story. I think with a lot of us is that we have to have validation from other people. And so being able to learn how to disconnect from that has been huge. It's very hard to disconnect from these patterns that, are your are embedded in who you are but once you become aware of them and that you're doing them then it's easy to let go of them mm-hmm. so I've just noticed how much I give other people power over me and it was now I'm just trying to get annoyed with myself not in a bad way not in a mean way but kind of like okay it's time mm-hmm. like why do you you don't need anyone else for validation mm-hmm. right and that's that would make you pretty sick I
1: think if your whole life is lived for validation from other people mm-hmm that the truth okay thank you so much christina i'm going to close this up for this week and what we're going to do is have one more conversation with christina because i think it would be great to go through what she does in the day what her perfect day might look like and what an off day might look like might be the great way to do that thank you so much for tuning in everybody
0: thanks for listening to different from the other kids made possible with the support of regal junction your connection to quality and stylish premium pet products you can find them online at www.regaljunction.ca thanks for listening we'll see you next week
1: and now a disclaimer in general i angela Soonis, am not a doctor and i certainly don't play one on the internet i'm a parent period The advice from me presented on different from the other kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate health care provider.